0: Minutes 38 remaining, they oh, lead by 10 points. see a going no, to no, lose here. No, it's the no, for big best. Oh, what are you to Hello, good people at Dork Talk, coming in hot. Juddy, how you going, mate?
1: Mate, doing all right, up and about, three in a row, no ads, everything you want in a podcast.
0: It's not often we convene with three Ws in a row, it's been a long time since we've had the joy of journeying, uh, joining after such a good run.
1: When would that have last been? 2015? Oh. We didn't do yeah, a podcast. not then. sure if- <laughs>
0: Yeah, I don't even know if the pod existed in such times, but, I mean, we put ourselves... Yeah, we didn't. We've elevated ourselves um, to exciting levels on the ladder that have not been seen um, in a long time. We're sitting a game clear at six above Richmond and Brisbane, which is not probably what you would have expected at this point in the season.
1: Unreal result, to be fair, but we'll take it.
0: Yeah. Take it and run. Yeah. And it's um, been a massive, massive week for Dork Talk merchandise in the sweatshop here in Port Hedland. We have been pumping out merchandise, mate. Stocks uh, stocks have just been flooding out the door.
1: It technically is a sweatshop because it's a shop that you sell shirts from and you're probably sweating heaps because it's 40 degrees and 100% humidity up there.
0: Had you broke up a little bit on me there? What was the what was you know.
1: <laughs> quote? Oh, God. Technical difficulties. But it technically is a sweatshop because, uh, you know, it's 40 degrees up there and you're selling T-shirts out of a shop. Yeah. So you're sweating Sell- and it is a shop.
0: And it sales are going well. Hopefully the people get um, deliveries before the weekend and they can – it is a bit of a dodgy, um, dockery way of sending merchandise we've got running, but it is very trustworthy. Um, so get just send, send us a message if you're chasing a uh, Hail Monday. Um, we'll get it. We'll get it posted out. I get it posted out as soon as possible. It is a direct deposit set up at the moment. We're definitely not for two people who don't want to buy microphones. There's no way we're setting up a um, shop online just yet. Yeah, um,
1: I may just say that I have done very little in this whole process. It has been mainly driven by Monkey, um, and so he's doing a good job. And. Uh, good on you, mate. I'm you- sharing the profits, but not in the effort, if that's cool.
0: Yeah. Um, hopefully, my print guy comes back online. He actually moved shop. So, hopefully, we get the great man from the Purple Rain Duckies. Hopefully, we'll get him one and he'll wear one at the uh, post game interview, which should be pretty exciting um, if we can get the uh, Hail Monday on some, um, on some video in front of a camera.
1: The best would be if Monday, uh is sees it and he's like, "Oh, I remember signing a few of those, especially a dirty one." <laughs> <laughs> Shirts are not
0: coming dirty as well. It did. It did no, happen. No, um, they He wore it dirty, in Port They, come for clean. A they week, look fresh. The at-
1: dust capital of the world.
0: Yeah. I wear it to work, and I can do a, wor- a work-worn um, version if people are mate, interested. I don't know what's
1: happening tonight. There's... We're having some internet difficulties. I don't know what what they've done up there in Port Hedland. Um, <laughs>
0: I lost you a little bit. NBN up again. there?
1: NBN up there? I don't know. Um, can we just quickly? I don't think we mentioned it last week. Kiara Bowers won their Brownlee. <laughs> Pretty. Yeah, outrageous. we shouldn't have
0: let. Shouldn't have let that one go. A little bit more silverware. We just keep racking up Brownlows, really, at the Dockers.
1: We're on. That's um, yeah, it's really good. She's tied with some Collingwood chick who I didn't watch any games of that they were talking about all year being the best player because no one watched Dockers games in the chicks either. Um, but, yeah, we'll wait and see how, um, how all this goes. But, yeah, awesome work for her. Um, should we go on to the game, mate?
0: Yeah, um, I'll get the scores up for us. It was a very nervous game for myself. I didn't have a lot of faith. Um, very happy to get across the line in what was. How disappointing was the empty stadium? Uh, yeah, the Len, the Len- Hall game is a, is a great game and one that um, I know. Chris Hall. and his
1: brother Chris couldn't come either. Yeah.
0: But yeah, so the Fremantle Dockers, 14 goals, 15 defeat, North Melbourne, 6 goals, 12.
1: Can we just kick a goal? Can we just kick goals? It's a joke. It is
0: becoming a... At least
1: you know what? Yeah, go on.
0: It is becoming a uh, a big blemish for us and something we're getting quite consistent at, but creating opportunities is one thing. Um, It's always good to be doing that, but yeah, really need to start putting... We don't like putting teams away though, Juddy. We like to keep people interested. Just keep the game... We like giving sniffs on both sides.
1: There is a point, I think I've made a. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so I, I called it our reverse juju moment because it was normally what we do when we're coming back in a game that the other team hasn't put us away yet. So we're up by 23 points late in the third quarter, and uh, Luke Davies Uniaki, the UDL, runs into goal for North Melbourne and misses. <coughs> and then we go end-to-end, and Schultz takes that mark and kicks a goal from 45, and then Walters goals again after the siren. So it was like a double reverse goal. That is Hands down, what normally happens to us, we go in with a 40-point lead roughly, and it's no way they can win. If he kicks that, it was like a three, two-and-a-half goal lead at three-quarter
0: time. Uh, So we do love... and how How's the goals on the siren? We um, think first quarter, Tabs, yeah, two, which is something that often we like to do to ourselves. We like to give them a little sniff running into a break, but um, it was good to see us kicking one after the end of the first and end of the third, I think.
1: Yeah. um, Tabs got one, didn't he, where he marked it, and the siren definitely sounded like it might have gone before he marked it. Yeah. uh, Yeah. We'll take it. We're going to need all of the umpiring help we can get this week, and we'll talk about that a little bit later in the the pre-game. What did you think of, so who were your favourite players on the day?
0: Yeah, definitely. What we probably um, would also help a lot on the day is maybe we shift that decimal place for Nat Fife, and we...
1: Mate, he can't kick goals at all. So who your favourite players, mate? Is he one of your favourites? Fifey? Uh, yeah. Like, who else did you like in the match?
0: Oh, mate, midfield all round. Like Sarong, Chera, um, Sarong, Sarong, <laughs> Fife, Brayshaw and Mundi. Um, huge numbers. Dominated. Sarong with 35
1: touches had a huge game. Yeah. And he's like fourth in line to get a tag. So he's like never going to get a tag. It's pretty good. Um, what about tabs kicking 4-1, one, one where he drops a chest mark and then he runs around and snaps it from the pocket? It's like, yeah. mate, just take the chest mark at the top of the square. <laughs> get in the earphone.
0: He's chalking a few up. I've got him in a tasty little multi with um, Monday to win the Brown Loan, him to win the Coleman. And he's yeah. he's ticket he's ticking himself up and four goals. We do we do give him a lot of flack, um, but he is becoming consistent performer, man. Four goals one from him, like you take that big tick, big tick, no matter how he gets him on it okay, care, left, right, running around, doing stupid stuff.
1: Yeah, definitely. But also he's one of only a couple of players. I think Norton's another one to kick multiple goals in every game. So you remember how last year he kicked a goal in every game? This year, it's yeah. a- multiple goals in every game. So he has he actually taken his form from last year, which probably Doubled stems it. from our form. Like, we're actually able to give him eight opportunities to ten opportunities a game so he can kick three goals. <laughs> but he needs a few Cat 10s in there. Jack and he's, just
0: walking balancing his cat tens. he's walking into contract meetings and then he's like, double it. Me double, you double. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's Tabernod. probably on
1: like 300k a year or something. He's probably on like nothing. Tabernod They're like, yeah, double. Tabs, will give you this shiny like gold coin. And he's like, well, yeah, lots of them, please. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, what about there was a bit of a, a Cat 10. I think it was actually... Dockers trying to nominate the Cap 10 person as Hughes again. So, Luke Ryan got the ball deep in our defence and uh, hand-passed to Hughes, and it was a bad hand-pass, and then it was sort of bubbled around, and Goldstein mm. just sockers this goal. From, do you remember that one? Yeah. Um, I think that was just Ryan going, oh, we're under pressure here. Get it to Hughesy. Yeah. <laughs>
0: He is the scapegoat boy. when when time's running out. And it looks like there's a turnover coming. The hot potato just seems to end up in Hughes's hand the, um, right before yeah, things he's, implode. He's the boy there to get the ball too. Twenty-seven um, touches for him though. Shooter,
1: yeah, he did get some ball. I didn't notice him too much, which is probably a good game for Hughes. Like you notice him yeah. get the ball, but not you don't remember the cat tens. So good job, Hughesy. Um, and Schultz with the four goals as well, mate. He's quietly becoming the only guy that can kick goals in our team, including yeah. Walters. So, he, um, <clears throat> reliable.
0: One of our um, biggest improvers, I reckon, if you were going to push some players up the, um, you know, who's the top 10 players between last season to this season, I reckon he's um, edging himself up there. Really is yeah, he
1: He's only played four and a half games. He's kicked ten goals, two or something. Mm. Um, so what is it? Yeah, he's averaging more than two goals a game. So you know, if he kicks two goals a game, I think you know we have enough other players that can bob up. Like I mean, Tabs will kick two or three, and then suddenly we're already on five goals.
0: I reckon he's we used standing to kick five goals for a match. He's standing <laughs> next to Tabernar <laughs> in negotiations, asking for the double.
1: Yeah, and I think Schultz is on like eighty grand a year. So, they're like, yeah, right, mate, we'll double it.
0: More shiny Um, coins for him as well.
1: Yeah, we'll get you a 1998 Toyota Corolla (laughs) included in your package. Um, No, very good. Uh, How about Sean Darcy kicked it? So, I used to kick these sort of goals in footy. If I ever kicked a goal, Sean Darcy got the ball from about 40 metres out and kicked a proper floater, like an actual floater. It went through like as a helicopter. Went through, whatever, but... um, I thought that was quite funny. That's very dodgy to kick a flood. He's of
0: making a um, good habit of kicking goals, uh, Sean Darcy. He seems to yep. be packing, carrying around a little emergency bag just in case he runs a bit hot.
1: In case he uh, he, he needs some extra storage. Mm. No, he's good. I've, I've really enjoyed Sean Darcy's year this year. He's quite quietly becoming a very young but like top echelon ruckman. Definitely. Um, and look forward to seeing him go head-to-head with Nick Nat, to be honest, because hopefully he's sort of like, well, if I play well enough against these sort of guys, um, you know, they'll really notice me in these sort of games. So, yeah. no, looking forward to it. Anything else from the match you wanted to talk about, mate?
0: Besides no, i sure,
1: while, while they're still only this price?
0: <laughs> yeah, no, we will double them soon. <laughs>
1: But, I was going to say, if he gets another few games I with to three make... goals and 26 touches
0: or whatever. <laughs> um, mate, the more – we didn't really touch on Monday and talk about his game again, three goals and 30 possessions. His stocks and uh, his profile is just going strength from strength, and he is not flying under the radar with this kind of form. He's getting Robo drunk robos asking him questions. He's everywhere. Oh,
1: yeah, the drunk uncle. Yeah. Um, <laughs> He's increased Frio's, like, weekly airtime from zero minutes to about three minutes. Um, yes. Because now that Fife's, you know, doing all sorts of weird stuff with his hair and posting photos of him looking like with he's a eyes. drag queen. Did you see that one? The black eye. But the weird salad. I'm a big fan of Fife having weird salad because I think <laughs> it just makes him, like, less of a pretty boy be more weird. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, no, oh, money's so good, man. I'm so glad we did this shirt thing for the fire for the fires.
0: Yeah, <laughs> no, we're not a, sure where
1: this... We'll eventually donate some money to the fires.
0: We'll um, get something to it. Well, yeah, something for the fire, but also the um, this podcast. <laughs> hopefully the... Ever since the shirt sales, his form has just continued to go up, so maybe we can ride this wave all the way to the brown though. Collingwood are just still devastated that they um, missed out on getting him and got sent the main man.
1: Yes, the main man. Yeah, we're on that main guy. <laughs> um, <laughs> what a- <laughs> What about um, we got Mundy for trading Stephen Koops to the Bulldogs? Oh, Yeah.
0: Yeah. How I unreal Duckies is that three hundred and
1: fifty games out of some dude. Unreal. It um, goes, the Dockers trading Dagas are so amazing.
0: We go greatest Docker of all time, Pav, number two Mundy, mm-hmm. number three, Coops. <laughs>
1: yeah, pretty much. Coops is on level playing field with fight with uh Mundy now. Um <laughs> What a, and then, like, you know, that's a, that's an obviously a pretty funny trade. But then the Chris Maine free agency to Collingwood, and then we get Brad Hill, who then becomes a gun, and then we trade for Caleb Sarong, And I think we got Luke Ryan and a few other people out of these trades. Um, like, we end up stacking our team every time we lose a good player, and every time we trade a good player in, we end up demolishing our hopes. So maybe we should just try and grow these players and trade them. Like, which is what teams have been doing to us for a very long time.
0: We're slowly, yeah, we're slowly getting it a little bit more. Um, hopefully, we can get Brad Hill back on the cheap. Um,
1: I don't want him back. Nah, fuck him. <laughs> mate, lie in your bed. Lie in the bed that you made. Um, mate, should we have a quick chat about, oh, there's a few other things that I wanted to talk about. Yeah. Um. Eagles fans. Eagles fans calling for their coach to be sacked and, you know, spitting. Eagles fans are the biggest dummy spitters. They're like, nah, can't have our team losing more than one game in a row. Um, So, it's always very funny that uh, Eagles fans go to water. But, um, you know, they've played... Geelong in Geelong with half their team injured and they lost, and now they're like, yeah. "Nah, we need a new coach." It's like, "Do you need a new coach?" Like, is that what was wrong with that game?
0: <laughs> <I think laughs> they know, they know Freddy no pain. Like
1: no, they don't. They're they're that that only child in a Western suburbs family that has never had anything go wrong for them, and then you know, like they get a bad uni mark uh, for the first time, and then you know, daddy's ringing. The university trying to, you know, get that lecturer sacked, and it's, it's like, like that's literally sums up a lot of Eagles fans. Unfortunately, they've just never known anything other than success.
0: You go a little bit souther, head down to Tassie, maybe play Hawthorn every year and get done by a hundred points, and then bring your little Sook story, Sook story from Geelong. We're like East Germany. They're West Germany with like this hardened Russian, like just used to just receiving, you know, you order a bike and you get like a tire. <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I saw
1: something pretty funny. It was like an Eagles, I think it was someone in the media, but it was someone Eagles, and they were like, Well, at least we know that finals don't get played in Geelong. And someone was like, Ah, <laughs> don't they? <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: That's what I was also about to say. Like, we've it's uh, like, yeah. Uh
1: oh man that's classic like i don't know they just push us into a corner and forget about us Like, well at least no one's ever had to play a final down there like (laughs) uh, like, okay yeah just ask dickheads um what about okay so this is this has been new developments um so we were talking about in the thread how everything's going right for us at the moment and we're all very wary we're calling it like it's sort of like reverse how all the eagles always get everything going right for them so we're getting all our injured players back slowly they're all playing good form. LA young kids are playing well tabs is kicking goals the teams we're playing are losing all these players so like we played brisbane and eagles and they have a lot of stars out mcgovern's out for the derby who you know, that's yeah, 20 easy. intercept marks that aren't going to be taken by him. Yeah. Um, and we're like, come on, like, we've got three of the next four weeks at home. I think we only go to play Essendon away. Yeah. Um, two home games in a row, then Essendon and then Sydney back at home. Um, so, all these things going right. Um, so, we're saying, like, we're all getting kissed on the dick now. It's like, it's just real weird. But then, then the tide starts to turn. So... Um, Tim Gossage has posted on Twitter uh, COVID concerns almost certain to see all three field umpires for the Derby will be Perth based that means Daglish Margates and Joe who I don't know who that is so good old Dean Margates and whoever Daglish is but I know he sucks
0: they've got the whole <laughs> uh, suburb is that the suburb? <laughs>
1: Oh, man. Yeah, I think oh, I'd, prefer, I'd prefer to have that train station. Umpiring.
0: They're going to – it's funny that um, McGovern, McGovern's out because literally our game plan, if they pulled up the whiteboard from Ross Lyon days, it's like don't kick it to McGovern. It's like that's all it is. Yeah. It's like just don't kick it to this guy. And so now they'd pull that board up and be like, what are we going to do? It's like, well, he's not playing. So, like, well, should we still kick yeah. it
1: high? <laughs> um. Well, it's one of those things, you know how they say in psychology that you shouldn't tell people what not to do, you should tell them what to do, because if you say, like, don't say elephant, all you'll think about is the word elephant, so I reckon they just spoke too much about McGovern, they're like, okay, McGovern's really good, and he'll take the mark if you don't kick it to him, and all they think is like, oh, fuck, all I remember is McGovern, I'm just going to kick it to him.
0: He does no. seem to he's man, he's so good. You gotta give it to him. He seems to make it look like the ball was purposely kicked to him the way he reads it and gets into position. It's like, wow, that was a really good kick to McGovern. He's marked that really well. So stoked that he is out. Like it is just like a He <laughs> is
1: a huge out.
0: Um, they get they get bunger the back though. Is,
1: yeah. They get an injured hern back. Well a hern coming back from injury, which I'm not so scared about Hearn anymore, but I'm just worried he's going to throw his weight around. And a Josh Kennedy who's calves and ankles and things, I think they are ripe. They can bring back whoever they want, but they are ripe for the picking. And they're going to have to contend with an inform Sarong, an inform Fife, an inform Mundy, an inform Brayshaw, an inform Schultz, an inform Tabs yeah. Walters, who's running around now. So it's like. Do we just not do anything about Walters? And then Walters is a threat. And then our back line, guys like Luke Ryan, um, Wilson's been playing really well. Um, and then Logue's back. And Logue did a pretty good job on Tex, I thought. just like We are going to be pushed in the back about four times and have Dean Margetts there not calling anything now. So it's going to be pretty similar to the Adelaide game. But um, I'm pretty confident Logue can match up on a few of those guys. And we just have to make sure we stifle them in the midfield um, and um, we'll make them look like amateurs, I reckon, if we play our game. But I'll be very interested to see uh, how this all pans out. To be perfectly fair. All right, monkey. You there, mate?
0: Oh, I've lost you for a long time. now. you've just yeah. I'm 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 back. Sorry. Uh, yeah. Lucky
1: these record. Lucky these record individually, it's fine. So <laughs> But talking um, about
0: right for so, the right for the picking.
1: Yeah, mate. We all we have to do is stifle in the midfield and we'll be good to go.
0: Um, and statistically and, it's gotta you gotta yeah. get one eventually. The old broken clocks right twice a day. There's only so many mate, you can win in a row.
1: A hundred percent. We've been betting on black for so long and it just keeps coming up red. <laughs> yeah. It's gotta be black eventually. A few (laughs) double zeros in there. Um, Eventually, it'll be. It'll come up. It'll come up. Trumps. Um, Very good, mate. All right. So, do you want to know how punting went last week? Yep. So you got on the Eagles because you're a little puss, and they got spanked by ninety points. They did. And I got on the Bombers on Anzac Day. Two twenty-one. So. Good little. Are you having a look at the odds right now?
0: No, I was just looking back through um, the yeah the weekend. Yeah, I was completely wrong. I I thought the opposite. Like I don't rate Geelong. I also hate Geelong. Yeah, I don't rate old Lord Farquhar and the uh, the boys from the south. <laughs> yeah. But I got myself handed to me then. Man, huge weekend of. Um, I did not pick Melbourne doing that to Richmond. I thought if Richmond yeah, were I. If, if Melbourne were going to roll over at any point and kind of do something, like Melbourne. Um, it was against Richmond. And also Agreed. I mean the Suns. Suns doing that was huge. And I think Hawthorne coming back. It's kind of it's set Adelaide is settling a bit and getting back to some ship form. Sydney are becoming a lot softer, um, which is good for yeah. us. Hopefully they can drop off a bit more. GWS actually um, yeah, completely having improved sharply and getting back to where they are. Um, Bulldogs were kind of lucky to kick away in the end. there. I think that score is not as um, reflective of the of the game. But you're seeing you're seeing the ladder and the and the teams now settle a bit.
1: Yeah, mate, I lost you for a bit then as well. I think there's some proper <laughs> NBN problems going on tonight. Um, did you pick a team in the end? I heard you were talking through all the good teams, a bit of dogs action.
0: I was just running through the round, where, but no, I'll go through. I'll go through and pick a team now. Right, so I'm was about three. to
1: here. That I just didn't hear shit. <laughs>
0: I'm. I am betting, and this is. I've, I was so far off last week. I might as well keep being so far off. Um. Melbourne have got to do something, Melbourne. So um, they've gotten so much positive media this week. Do you do you reckon oh. that North Melbourne? Do you, do you reckon North can do it? It's,
1: it's in Tassie. It's in Hobart. Yeah, it's Glenstone Melbourne have a. never beaten Ruse there. Yeah, Melbourne I, have never beaten the Ruse there. Get on them. That's a roughie from way back.
0: Yeah, if I can hit, a I 13, love that. I I reckon yeah, same. I'm running a theory there that um. Yeah, Melbourne. Melbourne have been reading into themselves too much. It's down in Tassie, the boys get a bit cold.
1: Mate, I'm getting on. The best bet of the week is us to beat the Eagles. Like, yeah, everyone. I think those odds are, those odds are purely just because people know that Dockers can be Dockers. Yep. Like they've seen Tabs running into an open goal, and yep. go really slow with guys hunting him down. They've seen, you know, Dockers hitting each other, hitting into each other in marking contests and letting guys go over the back. Um, they've seen the Falcons. They like. Th- I think the odds there are yep. just like, oh, I don't trust the Dockers yet. Like, let's make them beat the Eagles before they're a favourite. Um, no, I'm getting on the Dockers at 220, man. Yeah, no not way. bad. No way we don't come up trumps this week. Did we have any international listeners this week? Did you
0: check? Nah, so I haven't done a... I did a background check, I think, um, maybe after I bought it up. I don't have a little look. I think it was... I think it could have been Bulgaria that was getting around the pot a fair bit. (laughs) Yeah, Brussels. Brussels, mate. That's... Um,
1: (laughs) I'll have a little squeeze, don't
0: you worry. Looking at the odds for the uh, Derby, which we'll probably finish off the episode um, talking again about the um, the massive match and the implications of it. $9 for plus the 40. Implications. $9 for plus 40, um, the Dockers are. It,
1: that's a chance, man. This yeah. is sort of... We Yeah, I don't
0: know. And uh, um, maybe multi that in with David Mundy getting best on ground. Mate, I...
1: Would, David Mundy getting the um, getting the medal. It's probably the bet.
0: I reckon at, um, at nine bucks. At nine dollars, he's
1: paying oh, nine
0: dollars. Yeah, there's this good wrinkle. punting.
1: Leonie's going to clean up this week. I think
0: she's here. Look forward um, to hearing from her,
1: mate. We had a few. How's this last week? We had a few listens from Las Vegas. Six listens from <laughs> Las Vegas. <laughs> and four from russia who is our russian fan i would love to know who is listening in russia
0: like i said previously they're hardened right we are hardened russian supporters which is this is we we are hard no used to the cold the cat's head like we're no we're no soft soft supporters
1: mate well You know how the last few years we've had very tough middle to end of the season, like very hard winters? Like Russians are used to a hard winter. (laughs) They're like, I just, I like this team. It's just Uh, cold. It's just cold and sucks and there's no food. No, (laughs) 10 years hard labor, basically. It is. Um, Yeah, no, we had a few mainly in Australia and Perth, but a few in Russia, a few in Las Vegas. Maybe they're getting on these good odds, or maybe just Vegas hotels are getting on these good odds, and they're like, "Well, the Dockers are 2.20 to beat the Eagles, and they haven't won in 10, and they're in good form. They know a good bet, mate, when they see it, these Vegas people. We
0: are. We are. What is the? What are we going to see capacity-wise at the uh, at the stadium? Are we back to 50, 75?
1: My best bet is that given that they had restrictions that you can only have 20 people in a pub until Friday, that to allow 50,000 into a stadium on the Sunday is a bit weird. So probably 50%, maybe a bit more. I'll take um, that. And they might go masks and they might go whatever. It's still a win for us, really. Instead it of 50,000 Eagles fans, there'll be 20,000 Eagles fans. And know, we like, muzzle Abusa, yeah, and they'll be muzzled. The booze will be a little bit, like, muffled. Um, um, yeah, I think there's going to be a bit going on. There's going to be some some things going against the Eagles. Like, maybe it'll be really hot or something as well. And so, they'll be like, oh, I don't want to go to this game. It's too hot and I have to wear a mask. Um, I think it's another example of things not going the Eagles' way Um And Freya were like, whatever, this is like not even the worst thing that's happened this week. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't know. Um, What do you think about Tracy? There's been a lot of chat about Cyclone Dick Tracy. Do you reckon he holds his spot or what what does he do? You're going to
0: have to give me that.
1: I'll wait for you to unfreeze before I uh, get your answer. What do you think about Dick Tracy, mate?
0: Um, I caught the end of that. What was that? I caught Dick Tracy. I only, <laughs> I've only caught the end of that. Sorry, mate. What do you think about
1: Dick Tracy? We're back. Cyclone, cyclone, stay in or not?
0: Uh, I don't. I don't think he will. I, I think. I think there's a bit of opposition from J Lo to play so many tools I think he likes running the rat pack a little bit. But with um, with McGovern out and maybe them getting a bit stretched in the aerial department, I think there's good chance that yeah. uh, he he might come in with that. And also, like you start to become a not if you start the to best balls,
1: possible game for us to bomb it in. We yeah, can finally it, bomb it in.
0: <laughs> we can and and Schultz. And Walters, if, if they get up and about, um, at not only at the spillage, but also like lowering the eyes and hitting those guys instead of kicking long and things like that. I just think when you start to clunk a few um, and they get a bit conscious of that, it really makes a big impact in like where you can go in your forward line. Like it just, it, it, that's still a good option, like deep and things like that. And it just means those smaller players get more dangerous and the other options just improve. Agreed. I
1: think give him one more crack. Did I say that last week?
0: Um, <laughs> you've been riding, give Tracy. Him one,
1: give him one more because what he'll probably do is dig his fucking knees into like Barass or Hern. And you know what I mean? Like they'll back into a pack and he'll crunch them and they'll be like, oh, okay, this guy actually is not soft as butter like tabs and isn't going to break like lob. Like this guy means business. <laughs> And I feel like if we can finally have a dude that's an enforcer like that, he's properly the Bash the bash brother. He's a new bat. He's that really rough, big Bash brother that comes in. Um, you know, the guy that's... Uh, you remember D2 the Mighty Ducks? Not really. Oh, no. well, I'll stop preaching <laughs> to someone that, that's not converted. Um, but no, I'm pretty keen to see him come in. I'm also keen to see Fife put the team on his back and kick a fucking goal and say, yeah, I can kick goals, boys. You watch.
0: It would be, it, 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 it's going to be, what has to happen against a team like the Eagles is one thing that they have been good at and good at for a long period of time is they don't need many opportunities. They don't need to get repeat entries. Yeah. They, they march it in once they kick a goal. Um, they can absorb, 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 and they're quick and skillful and they'll just go um, and they'll, and they'll yeah. kick quick goals. If we don't, if we don't just drag that ball back to the centre and let our mids get to work and get on top and we just, you know, relentless and just get exhausting, play exhausting footy, it, we will leave the door open for them. It Guys 100%. like... 100%. Fucking Fife needs kick goals um, and like, I mean, Freddie, Freddie kicked... I think Freddie missed oh. two. He he meant but if Freddie if that's the that's the biggest difference is if someone like him bobs up and kicks twos in a coach's box like Adam Simpson's, it's just like alarm bells. If they start coming with a big spread, it's like, well, where do we go? Like what do we we need to create problems. Yep. Um, especially with McGovern out, like we need to put the little whisper of anxiousness and shit in that defense and in that coach's room by just kicking goal like we need to just make those goals go in.
1: And it needs to be quarter 1 quarter 2 quarter 3 like there's no point like against Hawthorne kicking five goals one and having more opportunities and missing them and not putting them away in the second quarter yeah. and then letting leaving the door open it needs to be backed up kicking accurately because so I feel like Freo just kick a few goals and then they're like oh cool we don't have to try and kick goals anymore like the pressure's yeah. off it's like no fucking kick 10 goals one you pricks
0: yeah foot to the foot to the neck and door don't even have to leave the door open um for a team like the Eagles they're so good at doing it close just, the roller door oh brother like fucking build a moat press the button yeah <laughs> slam
1: it slam it closed. um very good mate I think we'll win comfortably You're I, I, I can't I, I cannot see – like, it. things will have to go so terribly for us to not be super competitive slash – like, we'll have to have one of those horrible games where, you know, five's off, Gaff gets 40 touches. You know, it, it, I, I can't see it turning around that heavily. And I think everyone's still thinking that the Eagles will play a lot better, and they probably will. Yeah. but. All I have to do is play well like they have the last couple of weeks and they'll have this done. Sorry, play well like they have the last couple of weeks and kick a fucking goal. Um, yeah. It's literally ours to lose and we're still underdogs. I feel like everything's gone well for us for this. Fucking win a derby, you bastards. It's time.
0: Oh, absolutely. It's lying in the sand almost. It's like this is. it's it, great. Too- too long, too much pain against the crosstown rivals, and it's like if if the, if you lose this one, it's going to hurt the most for your fans because this is you one. It's four in a row, and we really um, slam ourselves mm-hmm. in that top eight. Um, Man, and yeah, and I think above us is Geelong, Sydney, and they might play one another, so we could jump to fifth. Um, so so huge we, we context are on.
1: Of if we win this, we are on.
0: Book the bus, correct. Also, Eagles have never been this um, wounded and in such a... They have not been in a position like... And this is season sinking um, for them because they'll go back on the road next week, I think, which just makes their season uncomfortable.
1: I'll have a look who they play in round. Yeah, no, it could not be more of that defining let's do what the Eagles normally do. They play the Hawks at the G which is probably a game that is still questionable for them like they should beat the hawks yeah. but if they come off three losses in a row or whatever plus a big pantsing in perth um yeah man i'm up and about i'm ready to go i'm ready to fight people i'll fight you if you tell <laughs> me
0: <laughs> and yeah let's um, um we'll get around it get around mate if we get up and about maybe we'll have like a Monday shirt sale, they go down to 39 or something.
1: Yeah, or maybe we'll uh, choose a random, the best question that week gets a shirt.
0: Two for $40, 2 for $80. 2
1: for 40 yeah, definitely. Oh, I all right, I've mate. Well, it's been challenging with the internet. Um, yeah, I know, it's been challenging with the internet. Let's call it there. Um, mate, I think we were, I've based on really enjoyed it this condition. week. I'm on, I'm on night shifts at the moment. We're back. <laughs> um, I really enjoyed it this week. I'm on night shift at the moment. So it's got me up and about before I go to work. And then I've got four or five days off after that. So I'm um, looking forward to a big celebration this week.
0: Oh, Sunday afternoon. Let's fingers crossed.
1: Yeah. Sunday, bloody Sunday. All right, mate. All right. Been a Thanks, pleasure. So All right. See you later. Bye.